Well, I'm I'm on on the the Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, November 7th, and I hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, That's our local station here in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. And uh, then those that are listening on the radio app, you may be in any place, really, anywhere where you've got a computer, Uh, we welcome you. And then those who are listening on the podcast, thank you for joining us today. And then those watching on Facebook and YouTube, we welcome you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And it's another beautiful day. I, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I want to get all these in because January and February, I may not be able to say that, uh, but for today, it's beautiful. It's supposed to be in the 70s and uh, sun shining, and I uh, thank God for this beautiful time of year. You know, uh, what's very interesting to me is this time of year, not only are the leaves changing, um, but the uh, cotton fields are just full and just beautiful, and that's something you don't get to see everywhere, and uh, I've enjoyed getting to see that. I've had a few times these last couple weeks where I've, I've been driving in the country going to visit some folks that live uh, out of town and I'm just amazed at how beautiful those fields are. Uh, it looks like snow but it's not snow it's 70 degrees and so uh, I hope you're doing well and I'm thankful for the privilege to be with you uh, today uh, on the radio. I want to say today a happy birthday to Monica Evans. Hope you have a great day. And then a happy birthday to Wesley Newsom. And Brother Wesley, hope you have a great day. And then a happy anniversary to Philip and Bridget Pear. Uh, today is the day. And happy anniversary. I hope you have a great day. Uh, let's uh, be in prayer for our service tomorrow night. Uh, is our prayer meeting. Our Bible study will be in the book of Revelation. We've only got a few lessons left in that book, and I'm excited about getting that finished up. And of course, in Revelation, it starts really good, and it ends really good. And there's some things in between uh, that if you don't know the Lord, it'll scare you. Uh, but I'm glad that we know how it all ends, and we're, I'm glad to tell you that uh, this world is not our home. Uh, for the child of God, if you're saved, you know Christ as Savior. Uh, you're not going through the tribulation. You're not going to have to face the Antichrist and all the plagues and all the, uh, the, uh, the judgments of God because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is coming back and He will deliver us from the wrath to come. And then, of course, uh, for those that know the Lord, uh, not just are we spared from seven years of tribulation, But for those that know the Lord, we are spared from an eternity in a lake of fire. And I'm so glad for heaven, and I'm glad for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from sin and gives us eternal life. And so I'm excited about that uh, study in Revelation. Then this coming Sunday is the day that we will honor all of our veterans in the morning services. And uh, I hope you plan to come. We'll have a great day together. And uh, then Sunday night, we'll have a guest uh, preacher, my brother-in-law, Pastor Joe Brown, 
pastors the Marion Avenue Baptist Church in Washington, Iowa. He and his family will be with us all day Sunday. Uh, he'll be preaching Sunday night. We're looking forward to a great time together. And again, I said it yesterday, but what a great day we had this past Sunday with Brother Willette. Uh, please pray for him and his surgery coming up on Friday. Let's pray today for our church. Pray for our school. Uh, let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our members. Uh, let's be in prayer for um, the nation of Israel and what's going on there. Uh, pray for their safety and the protection. And then, by the way, uh, one year from today uh, will be a huge, huge election uh, in this country. And I hope you're praying for our country and praying for a revival. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song in this uh, month of uh, November, a Thanksgiving song by the Webster family. Lord, I'm thankful. And right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study.
Amen for that. That's a great song. And uh, I should have uh, asked Brother David sooner, uh, but I'm curious if he picked that song because of the reference in that song to Daniel in the lion's den. That's what we're talking about. And then about a week ago, we finished up uh, David uh, who fought Goliath. And both of those are referenced. There's not a lot of songs that we sing that talk about Daniel uh, in the lion's den. But that was a great choice, Brother David. And so thank you for picking that. And we'll just assume that you did it on purpose. And so great job on that. But we are in the book of Hebrews, but we're talking about in Hebrews 11, those who had faith that the Bible says they stopped the mouths of lions. And of course, Daniel is a very obvious Bible character that comes to mind because of Daniel in the den of lions and God sent his angel to shut the mouths of the lions. We saw some of that yesterday. Uh, today, I want to talk to you a little bit more about Daniel and his faith. Number one, I see Daniel's faith in pressure. Now, it's, it's not hard to say you have faith when everything's going good. Uh, when everybody's patting you on the back and everybody's giving you awards and everybody's cheering you on, and that's not hard to have faith. It is hard, however, to have faith, and your faith is put to the test when you go through times of pressure. Daniel chapter 1, this is the story where Daniel and Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, we also know those three as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but these four young men, along with others, they have been brought captive from Jerusalem and from Judah. They've been brought captive to Babylon. And the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, he decides he wants to change some things about these boys in order to, uh, to brainwash them, in order to condition their thinking to be in, in, along the lines of what he wants them to do. So he changes their, uh, their names, of course, we told you, from their Hebrew names to the Babylonian names. And the, the, the names are amazing. Uh, rather than names that honor and, uh, and, and point to God, the names are now names that point to the Babylonian gods. So he changes their names and he changes their diet. That's interesting. You want to uh, really uh, change somebody, whatever. You change what they eat and get them out of their comfort zone or whatever. But he changes their, uh, their names and he changes uh, their, their diet and he changes... Um, really their, their whole focus. Now their focus is not on, on God, but now their focus is on the Babylonian empire. Uh, that was the goal. It didn't work with these four, but that's what he tried to do. And so one of the things was he tried to change their diet. And these were not just uh, average, ordinary Joes. These were young men, the Bible says, in whom was no blemish. They were well-favored. Uh, they were skillful in all wisdom. They were cunning in knowledge and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand. They had the ability to stand in the king's palace, uh, to, uh, to, to speak to the king, to interact with the king. And the Bible says, whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. They wanted to change their language and their education, uh, their names, their diet. They wanted to change all of that. The Bible says that these were uh, children of Israel of the king's seed and of the princes. Uh, these were the cream of the crop. These were the best of the best. And it says in verse number five that the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, 
that at the end they might stand before the king. <laughs> Almost sounds like college, doesn't it? I mean, three years of intense day in and day out indoctrination. Well, it didn't get that far. It didn't get to three years because immediately the Bible tells us in verse number eight, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So David's faith is, excuse me, David, Daniel's faith is put to the test under pressure because now the king has said, this is what you're going to do. This is where you're going to sleep. This is what you're going to eat. This is how you're going to live. This is what your schedule is going to be. And immediately, Daniel recognized that this was not in accordance to what God had commanded him to do. Now, I won't take the time on this broadcast to get into all of the specifics, but I will say that I can understand why Daniel would not drink the wine uh, because the Bible talks about wine. The Bible talks about alcoholic beverages, and it says in the book of Proverbs, uh, wine is a mocker. Uh, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. And of course, uh, Daniel, uh, he would have had uh, uh, the, um, the, the Proverbs of Solomon. He would have had those writings, and he would have known that. And so I, that doesn't surprise me. But the Bible says that he refused to eat the meat. Now, the Bible does not say why, but it's possible, number one, that that meat was a bloody meat. And the Jews were not supposed to eat the, the meat with the blood. Uh, that, and the reason for that is because the life of the flesh was in the blood, uh, it says in Leviticus 17. But it's also possible that th these meats were meats that were not according to Jewish dietary laws. It may have been uh, from a swine or it may have been from some other unclean animal. And so Daniel could have refused for that. Uh, it's possible, and Daniel would not have necessarily known this, but in the New Testament, Paul talks about uh, eating meat that was offered to idols. And it's possible this was meat that was brought in and offered to the gods of the Babylonians. And so maybe Daniel, even just in his uh, being spirit-filled and Daniel knowing the Bible thought, you know, this is not something I should be eating if it was offered to idols. We're not sure exactly why, but we know this. Daniel had enough conviction. He had enough faith. Uh, he had enough uh, uh, belief in God and his word that he said, I'm not going to eat this meat and I'm not going to drink this wine. I'm not going to defile myself. And can I tell you, that takes some guts to stand up against a law, against a king and say, this will not please God. And so therefore I will not do it. But we see that Daniel had faith even under pressure. The Bible says that uh, God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And so this, this uh, prince who was set over uh, Daniel and these young men, he, he wanted to help them. And they said to this man, they said, give us 10 days and we will prove ourselves, verse 12. We will prove uh, that we'll be better if we don't eat the meat and we don't drink the wine, but just give us pulse to eat. That's uh, like, like a beans. Give us water to drink and then let our countenances be looked upon before thee uh, after 10 days and see if we're not better than everybody else, all, all the others who were eating the meat. And so uh, that's what they did. And the Bible says in verse number 18, now at the end of the days that the king said that he should bring them in, that the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. 
And the king communed with them, and among them all was not found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. And Daniel continued even unto the first year of King Cyrus. Here's what we see that God blessed Daniel and those young men. He blessed their faith. Their faith was evident even in pressure. I don't know what kind of pressure you're going through. Maybe it's pressure at work. Uh, maybe it's pressure at home. Maybe it's pressure with family members. Maybe it's pressure uh, financially. Maybe it's pressure with your health. I don't know what the pressures are, but I'll say this. We need to have faith and believe God even in spite of and even through the pressures of life. We will all face pressures. We will all have burdens. We will all have difficulties. We will all face battles. But we must keep the faith and we must believe God even through the pressures. Daniel did. And uh, we'll see that that didn't stop there in chapter 1. But we'll see these next few days, we'll see how Daniel's faith continued throughout his life from early as a young man until uh, the end of his life. He believed God. I hope you have faith today and believe in God and trust Him for whatever you're going through. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.